You are listening to Ola Fida the podcast, and I'm your host Fida. Please fasten your seatbelt and enjoy the flight. Ola pandemic. <laughs> okay, in this episode, I'm going to talk about the current travel culture. Amidst the these strange times that we are living in right now, if you are a first time listener, I would say welcome. Uh, and if you have been following my previous episode, thank you so much. I appreciate your presence. I appreciate your years to listen to me ramble on and on about a topic that I really really love. And yeah, so where I am right now is pretty impossible to travel anywhere for leisure. But I know that there are some countries that have already opened up the borders to uh, welcome tourism again. Well, good news uh, on the bright side, I finally, finally fully unpacked my luggage since my last vacation in December last year. So before you think I'm disgusting and gross, let me share my post-travel routine, okay? So don't judge me yet. Um, so after the plane touched down the airport, okay, this is going to be a bit long-winded, but bear with me. After the plane touched down the airport, I will rush out and look for the nearest smoking room, have a breather. Yes. And head to the immigration um, and then pick up my luggage, however long it may take. Buy my fragrances. I only buy them from Duty Free. They are a lot cheaper. And because I travel a few times a year, or at least I used to, I will always have um, my perfumes restocked regularly so I will never run out. I'm down to my last bottle, so I'm a bit worried. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, we'll see. And then after I, I make my purchase, exit the arrival gate, get on a cab, uh, go home, open the door, greet my cat. First thing, always greet my cat to make sure he still remembers me. Then um, I will open my luggage take all the dirty clothings out and dump it in the washing machine and for the clean unused clothes I will just put it somewhere in my bedroom I don't care where I know I'm gonna wear it again in a day or two so I just leave it there and after that I just store everything else away until it's time for my next trip so well I, I remove all the needful items but the rest I just leave it in the bag in the luggage i just don't care i rather they are all in one place rather than i keep it everywhere else and just pa- start to panic the next time i have to pack again so yeah before the world goes into this pandemic i used to travel like maybe three to four times a year so i'm definitely feeling that blues cabin fever some may call it so that's why in my last episode, I kind of sound a bit sore that, you know, there are others who are able to travel and I can't. But 
I guess I'm okay now. I come to terms with it, I guess. So, yeah, I'm packing my luggage and holding all the things that I used to rely on a lot when I'm out of the country. Makes me feel nostalgic, but also grateful having the opportunity to even go anywhere. Like, there are people who have never traveled in their life, not because they don't want to, but they can't for whatever reason. So, I'm grateful, okay? Hashtag bless, as they say it nowadays. So, moving on. Uh, my last trip was um, during winter. So, you can imagine I have a bulk of clothes that I would never ever wear in Singapore unless I'm crazy or my office is super cold, but it's not. So, I am glad to report that they now have a place to call home. I stored them in a pretty large box I got from my Kia like a year or two ago. So I'm happy that they all managed to fit in nicely. So I guess I won't be touching them for a pretty long time. Like, do I like traveling during winter? It depends on where. Like, I was in Spain for winter and winter in Spain is not so bad. It's cold but it's not uncomfortable cold so yeah i will probably not go to the north during winter <laughs> that would be insane i would probably die so yeah so the next thing that i unpack were my electronics and its accessories i'm pretty sure they need a full charge by now but I guess not till I'm going on another trip, uh, next year perhaps, I don't know. I won't actually be recharging them. So all the cameras and the cables and the wires and the, I don't know, holders were, are all, were all safely stored in a dedicated drawer um, that has been empty for a long, long time because I never put them back <laughs> ever. So uh, you must be thinking, like, how many cameras do I bring with me on every trip? Well, it's not that excessive, I must say, but it's more than I would like to actually. I wish I can be happy with just my, my iPhone, but meh, I carry with me at all times mm, my Canon PowerShot G7X Mark II. Yes, a bit mouthful, but... It's an amazing camera. A lot of vloggers use them, but I don't use them for videos. I use them for, well, photos. They work great um, for night shots especially, so I really love it. Uh, aside from that is uh, my Ricoh Theta 360 because, you know, feeling a little bit fancy, I need to have a 360 view of where I am. So I will whip that camera out. It's not that big. It's like a, it's smaller than, than my mobile phone. So I guess it's fine to have around. And of course, my trusty GoPro, which I feel it's time that I upgrade it. Probably before my next trip. Because it's really old. <laughs> I think the latest one now is um, 7. GoPro 7, isn't it? And yeah, mine is a 5. I'm like years behind, but the camera still works. It works fine, I guess. But 
it, you can't blame me. I'm salivating over the fact that the latest one has an inbuilt stabilizer, which means I would not have to carry a gimbal around. I have a gimbal, but my GoPro is way too small for it. It doesn't hold well. It doesn't hold at all. So I even bought a an adapter for it, but it still doesn't fit right. I don't know why. So I'm not sure if you know, but my GoPro is the tiny one, like a cube. You can Google it. It's called GoPro Session 5. Then you'll see what I mean. And yeah, it's definitely hard to fit on any run-on-the-mill gimbal. I don't think there is one in the market for it. So I bought some adapters, like I said, uh, a few years back. But I don't know, it's a bit of a hassle, I feel. Also, the fit isn't right. I did try to use it. I tried it at home, but every time I, I, I use it, I felt like it's going to drop like anytime. I, <laughs> I don't think I would want to bring it out anywhere when I travel and risk losing it or breaking it, you know, dropping it from great heights or depths. I don't know. So, yeah. Um, I guess the gimbal is reserved for my iPhone, I guess my iPhone fits perfectly well on it. But, well, if I have that new GoPro, I wouldn't need it anymore, would I? Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> so the final item that I unpack uh, are my toiletries bag. Yes, I unpack them. Like, I remove every single item because I don't think I will be traveling with them anytime soon. So... I guess I would just use it at home and buy new ones when I have to go on a trip again. I mean, these items, it's not just about the expiry dates, but I don't know. I feel like if I don't touch it for a long time, it's going to get icky. Like the toothpaste, the facial cleanser, the deodorants. I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea to keep them in there for a long time untouched. Right? Or am I weird? Hmm. Well, where wherever you are in the world right now, have you started traveling again? I'm a little bit envious. Like, really, I'm green. Green now. Uh, for those of you who are able to use their passport again, or if you are in a country so big you are able to explore domestically, well, I could do that. Singapore is so tiny. <laughs> if you drive for an hour, you will end up in Malaysia. Even less than an hour, in fact, you can reach Malaysia. And if you swim for two hours, you can be in Indonesia. And I can do neither. <laughs> I mean, I can swim, but for that distance, uh, no thank you. And what am I going to do when I reach the other side? They will ask me to swim back for sure because the borders are closed. So that's a no for me. So mm, my typical day usually consists of, you know, besides working, is uh, chatting with my friends. I do on WhatsApp, Zoom or video calls. Um, entertaining, feeding and cleaning up after my ungrateful cat, mm, watching Netflix, YouTube, or listening to podcasts, and 
stressing over what to cook to feed myself. I think ever since this pandemic, I've sort of like expanded my repertoire of dishes. Uh, nothing fancy, but mostly quick dishes I can prepare in one pan or just stuff that I can throw in the oven or the microwave. I, In general, I'm not really a whiz in the kitchen, so this year my kitchen has seen a lot more of me than it has ever before. I tried preparing my favorite Spanish food ever, which is the tortilla de española. I have to say it will take a lot of practice for me to get it right, to get the consistency the way I would like it. And up till now, <laughs> I don't think it's perfect yet, but that will also mean I have to make them more often. It's a lot of effort actually, so I will reserve it for one of those weekends where I don't have a lot of chores to do. And yeah, I, I, one thing I hear about cooking is also the cleaning up. I hate cleaning the kitchen, so as much as possible I try not to cook. I try to order in, but of course that will be very expensive. I would rather use the money, set it aside for future vacations. It's just me. And yeah, oh, how could I forget about my weekly Spanish class? Uh, I used to get really excited to go for the classes, but since we've been doing it on Zoom, it's not that exciting anymore. <laughs> I think I'm missing the human interaction so bad. Like in class, we used to joke, banter and play games in class. And now it's pretty dull, to be honest. I don't think it's the fault of the school nor the teachers as they are not prepared to run the class virtually this way. So just make do, I guess, like I don't have a choice. Well, I will continue with this course until the end of October, which uh, marks the end of the beginner module. I've been doing this since early 2018 or late 2017, no, early 2018, and I'm still a beginner. Like, how slow can I be, right? So the entire beginner course takes up, like, uh, 200 hours, 2 hours per class, and the class is just once a week. And in between, I delete some of the modules to cater to my travel plans, of course, no regrets, but I don't think I will be continuing to the next level, which I believe will be the advanced stage well the school don't really use the term beginner advanced etc so it can be pretty confusing to describe it to you uh, if you know you know <laughs> uh, so why did i choose spanish you may ask if you don't i'm gonna tell you anyway well it started off with my passion for the latin music scene since i was in my teens I listened to the songs, but I never really understood what they meant mo most of the time. Uh, so I thought many years later, why not pick up the language, you know? So during that time, I did, I mean, in my teens, I did like six months of French. And I don't remember much, to be honest. It was so long ago. And before I registered the course, I actually on a whim bought myself a flight to Barcelona. I remember wanting to go somewhere, but I don't know where to go, just somewhere far away from Singapore. 
And I came across plenty of photos on my Instagram feed about Barcelona and it piqued my interest. I don't know much about the city uh, and I spoke zero Spanish at the time. But I thought it would be an interesting experience. So why not, you know? Uh, so I survived without knowing a word of Spanish except for the usual pleasantries. And I'm so happy that most of the locals are able to speak English. <laughs> so I survived all two weeks on my own. Uh, so when I came back, I did a little research and realized that the best way to learn Spanish is through a classroom setting instead of using those uh, language apps. I tried them, okay? And yeah, it's not working for me. Uh, if you have tried learning Spanish before, you will understand what I mean. It's definitely less complicated than the French that I learned, not that I know that much to begin with. Uh, in Spanish, a word is not a word until it's conjugated in various forms, which will tell you the whens and the whos. In English, we have the past, present, future tenses, but in Spanish, they have so many variations that it will make your head spin. It's so confusing. Well, um, how much have I learned? Actually, the more important question is um, how much of what I've learned is retained in my brain. <laughs> I, I, I feel now it's uh, good enough for me to order and pay for food, uh, give directions to taxi driver, uh, asking for directions, even though I have Google Maps for that, uh, flirting. No, I'm just kidding. I don't flirt. <laughs> Uh, so I took my Sapa Spanish to Spain again last year in December and it's interesting that um, I noticed in bigger cities when I speak when I tried to speak Spanish to the locals they will always respond in English and they started la, 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 everything is in English I'm like dude like let me practice my Espanol por favor no okay fine and but yeah in the smallest cities i struggled a little especially with the taxi drivers i mean they are usually the more chatty talkative bunch so it's pretty hard to participate in the discussion or the conversation as he started rattling on and on and on despite me telling him multiple times that i don't know much spanish my spanish is terrible and yeah, in the end, they got frustrated because I am not able to react or respond in the way they want me to. It's not my fault. I really say I don't understand much. And yeah, it's frustrating for me as well. Like, I want to have the conversation, but I couldn't understand much. Like, I can pick up a few words, but it's not enough for me to comprehend the whole sentence or the whole uh, question. So, yeah, I think the important part about learning a new language, in my opinion, is to have always have someone who's a native speaker to hold conversation with uh, every single day. Because uh, doing just the weekly classes doesn't really help me remember much. Like, my grammar still sucks. And to be honest, my confidence level to use the language with a native speaker it's just atrocious and disgusting. <laughs> well, um, I feel that nowadays it's like a trend, I guess, to learn a new language. 
I am lucky that I'm already a polyglot. I can speak English, Malay, uh, Bahasa Indonesia, and a little bit of Mandarin. So I guess I can add Spanish to the list. <laughs> Not proudly, but yeah, it, it can be there, just below Mandarin, I guess. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are into K-pop and end up picking the language. So it, it, it makes me wonder, like, uh, do you think that music is one of the key factors to make you want to pick up a new language? Like, if travel is the reason, you will have to learn a hell lot of languages and, and nobody got time for that, right? So, yeah, tell me what you think. I'm curious, like, what makes you want to pick up a new language and why? And how many languages can you speak now? Do I want to learn another language? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think I can put myself through that unless I have someone to practice it with like on a daily basis otherwise no <laughs> so yeah oh my god it's quite impressive how much I'm able to talk without any breaks for this episode I really hope that you my dear listeners enjoy listening to me rattling on and on and yeah I do promise to improve on the quality of my episode uh, like who knew I'm able to to do this at all like um the funny thing like right now i'm recording in bed like in bed sometime on the floor sometime in the other room but never outside in living room or kitchen those areas are really noisy but i have to turn on the fan so most of the time i am sweating buckets when i'm recording an episode so i hope you really appreciate what i'm doing okay if not, I'll get very, very angry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, back to the topic. Like, Do you think the, the ability to speak English is suf- sufficient to get around anywhere in the world? Like, I have yet to experience being at, an av- at a disadvantage for being an English speaker. But I want to hear your story, please. Like, I have more guests scheduled to be part of my podcast, so... Smash the follow button and be the f- first to know when the new episode is live. Hit me up, or hit me up on Instagram at Olafida and slide into my DM for a chat or if you like to be a part of my upcoming episodes. So, gracias todos for listening all the way to the end. I am so surprised at myself. I did not take a break at all and I managed to finish the entire episode. We'll chat again in no time. Stay tuned and stay safe. Adios.